Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> What's up, YouTube? We are on time today. I said, listen, we are not going to hold people up today. We're going to make sure we get here on time today, and we're definitely on time today. What's up? Shout out to all the people out there. The reason why I was doing a late live tonight is because I went to the store and I had to pick up this book. Um, I alone can fix it. I picked this book up, and it's really thick, uh, and I've been reading some of it. And I just, after I got through reading, I said, hey, let's take a good old nap. <laughs> take a good old nap. And so that's exactly, um, you know, what I did. I, I took me a good old nap when it was supposed to. I said, hey, let's, let's get a nap in. And that's exactly what I did. So I want to give a special shout out to all the people that are here 
uh, in this uh, conversation, uh, that's going to join this conversation. Make sure you all thumbs up. I also want to say congratulations to us. This is a we thing, not an I thing. We have reached 6 million views on YouTube. So I personally would like to thank the producers, uh, the moderators, uh, the publicists. Uh, Thank you all so very much for the work that you all have been doing, coming over here, join us. And I'm telling you all, 6 million views, 6 million views. I want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Somebody said, what would be a good gift? A cash app, okay? Or you can send us something to our P.O. box to celebrate that milestone if you want to. Thank you all so very much. So, and also, another book that I read is Mary Trump. I did read her book. That was an incredible book. Uh, It's just something about Trump, like anything with Trump, about his of year in his president and all this type of this stuff. I read it. You know, I try to learn from Trump. So I, I do read his, um, I'm not, he don't write it, but you know, uh, the reporters and try to get an insight on Trump and people fail to realize that when I was reading the book, uh, that Trump was the second highest man of votes. Uh, the first one was president Joe Biden. So if, President Joe Biden would have uh, lost some key battleground states. Trump would have won four more years. And I want to say this really quickly while I'm talking about this book until we're going to get inside celebrity gossip. But Trump, before C-19, the economy was good. Uh, He had, he, uh, before, before C-19, unemployment was down. Before C-19, the stock market was high. Um, and he was on the on the roll um, of winning a second term, but because of the failure of the response of C nineteen, uh, he typically that was one of the major reasons why he lost. And also, when it comes to uh, something else, the book address it becomes to George Floyd, the loss of life of George Floyd because of Trump not actually bringing the country together. He divided the country and wanted to go with the law and order president. It was some key moments in his presidency that he failed to be a president of all people. And so that was another mistake. So it was a couple of mistakes that were major that he made that made him just Go down, 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 down. And of course, people forget this, but but President Trump was impeached twice. He wasn't just impeached one time. He was impeached twice. The second time was because of his supporters decided to storm the Capitol and to create damage. So, all right. So we're moving on. <laughs> I can talk about this all the time, and I understand we talk about politics. That's one of the ones that keep this country very divided. Politics keep this country divided and i'm a person i give my opinion and i, I and you come on we can have a conversation but i definitely have to just talk about that moderator this is an open chat so people that want to be here we welcome them <laughs> but i do want to say this though democrats and I, i'm going to talk about the mess can i say this real quick press one can i can i say this real quick democrats better do something about voter rights. Better do something about uh, uh, fixing 
the 1960, was it 62 or 63 Voters' Right Act, or was it 1965, or to fully bring back the, the Voters' Right Act to fully protect people that have the right to vote. Due to, to, due to voter suppression, that's one of the key points that, that's one of the key points of how the republic is going to win in 2024 or 2022. So if Democrats do not allow people to, you know, pass a bill to protect the voters' rights, um, that could be a major blow to them in the midterms as well as in, in the year of 2024. All right, so let's go ahead on. We're going to get into the mess. <laughs> I just had to come up on here. And talk about politics, and we had talk about that a whole other day. But I definitely uh, want to get into the topics for today. Let's go ahead on. We're gonna go to our first topic. All right, <laughs> Britney Spears got or you know this right that people just take for granted, but one of the rights that now the judge said she can drive again. Okay, and I was like, what? She could not even drive. So her. Um, a uh, right of driving was she was forbidden to drive due to con- due to the conservatorship, and now the judge ordered that she can have the right to drive. So I'm like, OMG, Britney Spears is definitely winning, and also the judge allowed uh, for her to uh, have to pick her own attorney. So she now she have her own attorney. And now it's definitely it's definitely working for her. And now she's allowed to definitely um, uh, get um, you know able to get behind the wheel. So I want to say shout out to Britney Spears. And I'm saying this: she's grown. I think she has her mind back. I I really don't believe she need a conservatorship. I believe that she's great. Uh, so just Britney Spears, be careful when you're driving. Don't get in no accident. Don't don't try to run over no paparazzi because if you do, they're gonna make sure that your father remain as the conservative over your conservatorship. So don't do it. I'm gonna just say that right now. When you see somebody coming, just annoy them. Hold up. Don't try to run them over. Stay within the speed limit. Do not fight with the cops because those things, if you started to act out of order, the judge is going to say, yes, yeah, see, this is why she needs to be on a conservatorship. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to tell you this. So don't be going out there acting cray cray when you get, you know, it's now that you have the right to vote. Me personally, I wouldn't even drive yet. I would have my driver. Uh, uh, I would have my driver. Uh, driving around until the judge give me full control uh, of my life. Then I would, you know, drive. But as of right now, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even risk it. And I didn't even know she had a type type of device to keep her from not having a baby. Uh, is it IJD or whatever it is, a, some, a, a form of birth control? They need to remove that. I didn't even know they had that to stop her from having children. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I, mean, I didn't even know they had that. I'm like, really? Well, she can't have. I said, wait a minute. Now that she got that to stop her from having children. Oh, my gosh. So when I got that information, I said, this conservatorship ain't no joke. That they could stop you from having um, uh, children. You know, I'm like, and she's able, she's true to bear. Like, what the world? 
I'm like, what's going on? She can't have no baby, so you got to get permission. So for the things that we take for granted, um, it's just something. I'm like, so they force her to get that, and then they put it inside. I'm like, what? So I'm like, I don't understand it. Like putting it inside, and I love Britney Spears. I love her. I love her music. Even though Sus gonna get up there and she's gonna lip sync. Even you know she gonna get up there and lip sync. But I will tell y'all this: uh, uh, she don't deserve to have something upside her yoni to pre- prevent her of having children. I I I I don't think that is right. I think that if she want to go all willy nilly and put that wop on some pee, I think she should be able to do so. So that's something that I totally disagree. When I heard the news that sis could not have, can't even uh, uh, have a baby without the permission of her father, that's sick. Come on now. So they said it was her decision to have it, but to get permission to remove it, she got to get permission of the of the conservative or court order. Ain't that sick? She want to have a baby. Come on now. I love Britney Spears. I just think that it's a miscarriage of justice that this woman is being permitted, is being prohibit of having children and that is something that i don't agree with a father is taking advantage of her and giving the money and all type of things and she yet gotta beg and plead with the justice system so i can i understand if she had vision problems if she was going blind i can understand if she was walking outside and pacing the floor and talking to herself, I can understand her being on there. But for this case, she's doing good. She know how to bathe herself. She know how to clothe herself. And I do believe, and she actually went on tour, and, and, and people definitely um, was there seeing her perform. So I don't believe that she should have to be on a conservatorship. So that's something that I don't believe that she should have been on. Definitely not. All right. I had to say that. Kevin Hart. Now, something happened. Kevin Hart was being a little petty. I got up, and my friend was like, I got Nick Cannon's number. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You crazy. Stop calling my phone. He's like, I got Nick Cannon number. I'm like, okay, what are you talking about? So I finally got up. So apparently Kevin Hart went and got a billboard in many in a couple other cities, you know, Cannon number on there. And then Nick Cannon went went on his Instagram and said he was receiving all of those calls. It was so many calls he was receiving back to back to back. And people were calling him in the middle of the night all through the day. Is because I think Nick Cannon had gave, you know, Kevin Hart a gift of a billy goat, or was it a goat, or was it a camel? I don't know what was the gift. And um, and so uh, Kevin Hart said, I'm going to get Nick Cannon back. 
I'm definitely going to go out here and give this man uh, 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 <laughs> I'm going to go out here and give this man and put his uh, uh, number all up on social media. He put the man number all on social media. And while putting the man information on, uh, on the billboards, I'm sorry, people were calling. And so my friend called, but he didn't get no answer. And, of course, we tried to call, and the call was disconnected. I mean, the number was out of order. But I'm like, what in the world is going on? I'm like, what in the world? I said, these people got too much money on their hands, okay? They got too much money on their hands. Is is it a llama? I don't know how to pronounce that. Llama? Is it Mary had a little laugh? Mary had a little laugh. Little laugh. Little laugh. Mary had a little laugh. His sleeve was white as snow. Llama. Is it a llama? Okay. Oh, uh, llama. It's a llama. He had a llama. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, and it was just something like, you know, Kevin Hart did, did like that. And I'm like, these people got too much money on their hands. Got too much money on their hands that they can sit here and do all of this stuff. You got too much money on your hands. Who does that? Come on now. Too much money. I'm like putting multiple billboards up. I said, y'all got to give over here so we can put multiple billboards of the Wiley show over here. Come on, Kevin. Come on, Kevin. Kevin Hart. I had a dream about Mr. Kevin Hart. I, I really did. And uh, we were at the gas station. I had a, I had a dream about Kevin Hart. And um, it was either a dream or a vision. Okay? So I was at the gas station. I was getting a couple of Red Bulls, and I was pumping my gas. I was just minding my own business. And I see another car just drive up. And I hear a person talking, like, hey, man, what you going on? I'm like, man, this man look like, you know, Kevin Hart. And I'm like, I didn't pay it on mass, so I'm just just pumping my gas. You know, throwing out McDonald bags out of my car and all that, throwing it in the trash. And, and, then, and then I see Mr. Kevin Hart come out of the gas station. This, I, don't, I think it was a vision. And so he came out, and we talked. And I said, yes, amen. I love, you know, I love your movies. I love what you're doing. And this was right around the time. That he had, that they wanted him to apologize to be on the Academy Awards, the Oscars, you know, the host Oscars. And I said, man, you don't have to apologize. I said, listen, I love it both ways. You know what I'm saying? I eat poom poom, and sometimes I like to lick on pain. Okay? What you said, I didn't find offense to it at all. You're a comedian, and I don't think that you should apologize for anything that you do on that stage. And I say this: the one thing about it is. We still love you. You know, mainstream they have these decisions, but brother, don't worry about it. Why don't you host? Come on, somebody. I said, why don't you host the uh, the NAACP awards where you appreciate it? Sometimes you got to go where your people at. So we had a whole conversation. He's like, man, give me your number, man. How you, man? How you doing? I'm about to follow you. And then we took a selfie, and that was a vision. Was or was it a dream? It was one of the two. It was one of the two, and I was like, oh my gosh, we having a conversation. I talked with Kevin Hart, and it really hit me and all that stuff. And I snapped up out of the vision, and I was there. Uh, you know, at work and all that good stuff, and the call lights was buzzing and stuff like that, you know, and I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm back at reality. It was about 15 call lights going off, and people needed my help and had to clean up mess and stuff like that. But I, it, it show was in my vision. You know, the scripture 
Don't the scripture, do we have any Bible people in the chat? Don't the scripture, uh, don't the scripture talk about young man dream dreams or young man see, vi- old man dream dreams, young man see vision? Don't, don't, don't the scripture, don't the Bible say something like that, that young man should, uh, uh, see visions? Is, is that in the scripture? Is it in the scripture? Anybody, can they crack over their Bibles and say that a young man dreams dreams? Is it in the scripture? Is it old man dreams dreams? Can somebody quote that scripture for me for a second? But I remember I had that that vision. Okay. Oh, can somebody quote? So I said something about young men see visions. Something about that. Hold up. Can somebody go and Google it and, or crack open your Bible? Hold on one second. I remember I had, I had a vision. All right, thank you. Acts 2 and 17, your, your young man will see visions. Your old man will dream dreams. Don't try to stop me in my vision. Come on, somebody. I know I had a vision, and I could see it. Hey, ba-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. And I remember that scripture just dropped in there and see that vision. So I will be, I don't know, I think it may happen. I was at a gas station. So here we go. Full scripture uh, 2 and 17. In the last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Uh-huh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. You see, that's in the book. That's in the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff that right then and there. Hey, yeah, Bashana. There we go. So don't try to stop my vision. I will get up and shout. But I don't have on no pants. So I'm so glad you got that scripture. We can call it Vision Project, claiming it, you name it, Wiley. I'm, I'm claiming that. You see that? And see, they say he flew out of YouTube on his birthday. It, it may happen. I'm just saying, you just never know. You just never know. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That's in the scripture. Hey, Yashanana. You better be glad I ain't got no keyboard player. Let me find out if somebody know an organ player or keyboard player that I can hook them up on StreamYard. We're going to have some services. I just want to just tell you that right now. If I find a person that can play the keyboard while I preach, oh, we're going to have some church. We're going to have some church. We're going to have to bring back the church services. But I thank them so much for bringing up that scripture. Hey, I shout out now. But I have a vision. See, I need a reader. When I get on there and say this, let me me scroll up for that scripture. When I be like, read. And then you got to read like this. This is the old school how you read. In the last days, uh uh-huh, God says, read. I will pour out my spirit on all people. Yes. 
Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see vision. Stop right there. What did it say? Your young men will see what? Vision. Yes. Uh. Your old man will dream dreams. That's the type of reader I need. Somebody real loud. And then the organ playing in the back. That, that's the type of old school teaching I come from. Hey, I want you to read like that. So for my Sunday services, we need a reader that can read like that. And out of your belly can read like that. So if you can read like that on Sundays, email me at wileyshow at gmail.com. Come on, somebody. All right, and I'm like, read. And you're like, in the last days, yes. Come on. All right, let's go. But that was in my vision. So I may be meeting Kevin Hart soon. Never know. I may meet him one day. I may meet him one day because it's in my vision. Come on, somebody. You can't get mad because of my vision. It's my vision, right? So if you can't read, don't hit me up. If you can't read out of your belly, don't hit me up if you can't read. Don't hit me up if you cannot read. If you gotta, if you can't read, don't hit me up because I don't want to embarrass you. Because you got to read the scripture. You can't be mispronunciating the words. Okay? All right. So if you can read and stuff like that, you definitely uh, can email me at W-I-L-E-Y-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. We can start our services. Amen? Okay. Mm, mm. I felt that. I felt that scripture. Thank you for bringing that scripture up. Thank you so very much for bringing that scripture up. Thank you. Because I remember, I remember that. So that'll let you know that I remember that in coming up. See, that's why when you go to church, you go to environment, you in that environment, it will never get away from you. It will never go away from from you, okay? Never. It will never it would never go away. Uh it will always be with you. And I remember a long time ago my bishop he preached that and I never forgot I don't know remember the entire sermon, but I do remember when it said young man see visions and stuff like that. So yeah, so we're gonna move on. Let's move on. We just have a little church service. Y'all better donate. Come on somebody on oh, what today is this Friday we had a whole church service. <laughs> yes. Now, let's talk about Lil Nas X. This brother is on the level of Jay-Z. Let's be clear with it. I'm going to tell you, this brother got so much influence coming on out, and the brother got uh, the, the story of it, or, uh, of it, and people were talking about him, and, and they were trying to drag him, talking about why in the world he doing videos like that. I, I've seen another YouTuber, all she does on her platform, it cuts out Cardi B, cuts out folks. But then she mad because Lil Nas X was butt naked on the video. I'm like, how you upset and mad that Lil Nas X is butt naked on the video, but you support a man that cheated on Megan and took Megan and Stallion, uh huh, slept with Megan and Stallion, knowing that he was with Megan and Stallion's uh, uh, friend, but you support that. But then you support a man that shot a woman in her pinky toe, but you upset because Lil Nas X and his dancers was butt naked. That upset you. And the reason why it upset you is because you don't see it in your mind that gay folks should have the 
should have the opening to be themselves is because you don't like gay people. That's why you don't like the video. You don't like to see naked gay folks. You don't have a problem if it was a man shooting another woman in a piggy talk, but you got a problem with Lil Nas X video. You got an issue with that. And Lil Nas X is just being himself. You got a problem with that. What's the issue? Oh, my babies. The kids, I can't let the kids see this. I said, now, wait a minute. You are the mother and the father. The scripture said, children, obey your parents. So if children got to obey their parents, that means that you parents are in charge of your children. You should know what your child is going to consume at home. Thank you, Virgin Island Finance, for the super chat of nine ninety nine. Thank you so very much for that. Thank you for giving. So you got control of what your child watch. So if you upset that your child is watching Lil Nas X, then you are responsible of what your child consume. Stop expecting the world to help you raise your children. Stop expecting out there YouTube to help you raise your child. You're the one that should watch. Watch your child and children that's on YouTube can't even watch the Lil Nas X video. Okay, I called my niece today. I said, Did you watch the Lil Nas X video? She said, No, I haven't seen it. She haven't watched it. But if her mom put it on, then of course she's going to watch it. So you got to have control on what your child watch. That's what I'm saying. So people, some people upset because they don't like to see gay people being themselves. If you gay, you're going to talk about putting stuff up your anal. That is what being some part of the gay experience is about. It's not the complete experience, but it's a part of the experience. So, of course, if you have an openly gay rapper like Lil Nas X, he's going to be shaking it. He's going to be showing men on men action because that's part of what being gay is about. We are in a generation now that folks are going to show folks how I do things, and I'm going to put it on public display. And the reason why they put it on public display is because just like everybody else, with the Jay-Z's, the 50 Cent's, the Ja Rule, the Lil Baby, the Baby, they put their actions and their situations on public display. So why can't Lil Nas X put his experience on display? Why can't Lil Nas X show his body parts? But Cardi can show her body parts. This woman is pregnant and she's talking about how wet her poom poom is. Megan and Stein was it, it was in a in a hot tub of showing her breastesses. But it's a problem with Lil Nas X doing. Naomi and, 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 and Cardi B was kissing on each other in the video. But you don't see people pushing a narrative and talking about the kids. They don't bring the kids up. Only time they bring the kids up is when they see two men kissing. All the children. Man, these kids these days is kissing and lipping and dapping on each other. It's ridiculous what these kids have already been exposed to in this generation. Between the TikTok and all all this type of stuff on social media, these kids already been uh, uh, exposed to this stuff. 
And if you don't think so, talk to your child and ask them a question. Do you have you ever seen a man kissing a man? And they probably have done uh, stuff in their school. It's a lot of kids, even in Chicago public school district. And this is honest. This is you can read in, in Google this. They are already going to be passing out condoms, giving condoms to fifth graders, giving out condoms. So they saying, listen. Because of the STD rate or STI rate is so high, listen, we want you to protect yourself. They are doing that for fifth graders. But you didn't see no type of outrage. But then when they said they want to start teaching LGBT history in schools, then folks said, oh, you're forcing the lifestyle on my children. But then when they said we're going to pass out condoms to fifth graders, it's hardly no, no backlash or no response. Come on, somebody. You better go on somewhere and sit down somewhere. All right. Think of, <laughs> so we talking about it. It was like an issue with it. Now, you have a right not to like the video, but don't talk about it's putting some on the kids when you watch all type of other videos. Let's make it plain for everybody. Let's make it plain for the entire community. Give everybody the smoke. Don't just try to come at Lil Nas X. And let's be clear, uh, was it Jack Harlow? He came out and he made a statement. He said, listen, let me see if I can find, can I find his statement? He said this, let me see what, because they try to throw up, uh, uh of uh, 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 Jack Harlow under the bus because he didn't do the naked, butt naked shower scene. So I'm going to read what he wrote on his Twitter. He wrote this. Nas wrote the whole treatment for this video and I followed his lead every step of the way. If he had asked me to be in that shower scene, I would have been in that shower scene. I just let the mastermind cook. Honored to be a part of it and so that ain't trying to question um jack harlow experience i said listen his experience he's an ally and he's getting that bag why would you forfeit a bag when lil nas x is one of the hottest rappers in the country people are not going to think that you uh gay and if they think that let them think that you making sure that you're getting that bag now they said, why haven't no black rapper got on? Because there's so many black rappers that are insecure in their own sexuality. That's why they don't want to get up on there. Some of them is going both ways. They definitely don't want to come out there because they know how judgmental black folks is. That's why you didn't see a little baby or the baby on, on there or, 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 on, on the record because they don't want people to think that. Oh, I'm going that way. Oh, oh, look at the people. They're gonna look at me like this. Oh, Lord, this type of stuff. And so, look, I'm looking at I'm looking at Jack Harlow. Said, man, skip what you're talking about. I'm gonna go over there and get that bag. Period. Because when you saw Jack Harlow experience, he had a female in there. He had a a, a, a handprint on a on a butt cheek. Everything like that. So he made sure that he stayed clear to what he liked. And there's nothing wrong with that. Period. I've seen actors uh, that is straight that play roles uh, kissing a man, but in their personal life, they're straight. But on camera, they are gay because they're going to get that check because it's a form of art. They're actors. Right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think Jack Harlow would have been in the shower scene but it's politically correct to say, hey, man, I would have been in there if he would ask me. 
But I don't believe that. I just think he said that so people won't think that. Because you got to be very careful how you address this thing because you don't want people to give you, uh, start calling you homophobic. So to clear that up, he uh, 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 said, hey, if he asks me to be in that shower tea, I would be in that shower tea. But in my heart of heart, in my gut, I don't believe that man is in that shower saying, what up? I see the moderators in the house. We got blue skies. We got day. We got deep vlogs in the house. Shout out, shout out to the moderators. Y'all here late and they here moderating. Come on, somebody. I just saw the moderators. Okay. Real hip hop through the aggressive broiler street. Lil Nas X is weak. Lil Nas, look at this comment. It said Lil Nas X is weak. Uh, soft pop singer like Jack Harlow. You get no respect if you are weak and soft. They ain't weak and soft, Chris. They're not weak and soft. That's not weak and soft. They're not weak and soft at all. And we're going to open up these phone lines and let y'all talk. Right. Somebody said this. Uh, I ain't kissing no. <laughs> okay. All right. If you get you a good check, you definitely will do so. Okay. <laughs> get you a good old check, you will definitely do so. All right. We're going to move on because I can go on and on and on about Lil Nas X. I wasn't even planning on doing this um, live this long. All right. Um, let's go to it. Okay, here we go. R. Kelly. Uh-oh. So, R. Kelly. Give me a second while I bring this up. Uh, let me go to the Neighborhood Talk. Shout out to the Neighborhood Talk. Shout out to Neighborhood Talk. Where prosecutors say that they have evidence that R. Kelly allegedly had a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old boy who he met at McDonald's. I'm going to read the headline again. Prosecutors say they have evidence that R. Kelly, step in the name of love, trapped in the closet, allegedly had a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old boy who he met at McDonald's. According to the NPR, okay, uh, the allegations go back as far as 1991 includes abuse against girls and, shockingly, a 17-year-old boy. The New York indictment, which is one of the two sets of federal charges currently um, living against Kelly, was filed in March 2020, includes six alleged victims. Filings submitted by prosecutors on Friday include 20 Jane Doe's and two John Doe's in or around December 2006. The government alleged that Kelly... uh, uh, it had a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old boy who he met, whom he met at a Chicago McDonald's and directed the boy to have sexual encounter with other people as well. The, the boy introduced Kelly to a second teenage boy, John Doe, number two, who was then 16 or 17, which whom Kelly allegedly uh, tried to start. Give me a second. A sexual relationship as well. Several years later, you may say I want to put this picture up. There we go. Uh, several, yeah, several years later, Kelly is alleged to have started having sex with the second John Doe and also for several of his girlfriends and other sexual partners, including a minor girl, to have sex with the young man. Prosecutors said that Kelly often filmed those incidents. And of course, people were trying to drag the neighborhood talk. And so the neighborhood talk up, um, sent the court documents and they posted the court documents on the neighborhood talk. They said this, this is under this is a court documents. 
And then about December 2016, Kelly met John Doe 1, a 17-year-old boy, and had an individual whose identity is known to the government at a local McDonald's and invited him to attend a party at his residency in Chicago, Illinois. John Doe 1, along with the mother and stepfather, attended, attended the party. When Kelly was, uh, saw John Doe 1 with his family members, Kelly advised him to come without them to the next gathering. Thereafter, Kelly invited John Doe 1 into a studio under the guise of helping mentoring John Doe 1 with his musical aspirations. Kelly also asked John Doe 1 what he was willing to do to succeed in the music business and clarified he wanted John Doe 1 to engage in a sexual contact uh, with Kelly. Uh, with the backdrop, Kelly did engage in sexual contact with John Doe 1 and a violation of Illinois' law. John Doe 1 thereafter introduced Kelly to, among others, John Doe 2, a close male friend who was 16 or 17-year-old whose identity is known to the government that Kelly sought to establish a sexual relationship with John, John Doe 2. Several years later, Kelly started a sexual relationship with John Doe 2 and required his girlfriends, including John Doe 5, to have sex with John Doe 2 upon his command and often feel the encounters. Kelly sometimes paid John Doe too after sev- after sexual encounters with him. Kelly also directed John Doe 1 and others engaged in sexual contact with each other and filmed those encounters. Telephone records collaborate Kelly's relationship with John Doe 1 and John Doe 2 beginning when both were 17 years old. John Doe 1 also introduced Kelly to girlfriend of John Doe one so they are digging up some stuff on r kelly i guess when he said he was trapped in the closet he was speaking upon himself but this is not the first time i've heard that uh, that r kelly likes to go on the other side with underage guys i've heard that rumor down to the years and these are the court documents uh in here you could definitely catch that on the neighborhood talk mm-hmm. all right i'm, I'm going to say that so people got on that. He innocent. I don't think that the man is innocent because today I'm like, whoa, because it, it's so many charges. Some stuff he may be innocent on, some stuff he may not be innocent because there's so many charges. It's a lot of charges, okay? But this is not looking good. I've known for a fact some family members say that he picked up some people from McDonald's. And so nobody really was talking about underage boys. They were just talking about the underage girls. But now it's up to underage boys. So if y'all believe it's true or not, Y'all let me know in the comments. This is a lot, 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 lot of stuff going on right then and there. We're going to open up these phone lines and allow you all to call in. This is something, man. This is really, really something. And somebody said last night, I let my daughter say with R. Kelly. You a liar. You won't let your daughter say with no R. Kelly. Guess the one. Sit down with that. You will not let your daughter stay with R. Kelly. Come on now. All right. I'm going to let my daughter stay with him. I don't care. What? No, you wouldn't. Stop that line. You wouldn't let your daughter. That would got the R. Kelly publicist in trouble the last time. Somebody, he would let uh, 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 his daughter, he would not let his daughter stay with R. Kelly. He said that statement. They fired him because he finally told the truth. I wouldn't let my daughter. Now, I would listen to his music. I would listen to his music. And I'm from Chicago. We listen to his music. But we're not a fan of his antics of what he does with young boys and young girls. I'm not a fan of that. I'm a fan of the man's music because it puts me, I love the man's music. I love his music. I'm going to say it again. I love his music, not what he does outside of his music. And if he, if, if it's true that he dealt with an underage boy, if it's true that he dealt with underage girls, that he deserved to be in prison. 
and he deserved to start, serve hard times. I may be a fan of his music, but I'm not a fan of him doing that criminal behavior and his sick, twisted behavior. So we're going to open up these phone lines, uh, allow y'all to call in if y'all in the chat and uh, you can call in. Some people that never called in before, I would like to hear some new voices today as well as the returning voices. So give me a second. Since we got to switch cameras, I got to do this. <laughs> I got to find a way. How can I not have to switch cameras and stuff? All right. The number is 646-716-8447. The number is 646-716-8447. The number is 646-716-8447. I, I listen to his music. It's plenty of people that do stuff outside of, of what you think is right, but I still listen to their music. I definitely do. That's what I said about Wally Abaris. Mom is all the time low and high key. He understood women ain't looking things the same. Uh, let me see. I agree with Wally on that. Yes. <clears throat> okay. And we don't get no callers. We got to end the show. So y'all better call in. Uh, I didn't even let my daughter's uncle change her diapers. Facts. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I don't even like to change diapers. Well, I, I do kind of have to do it for what I do, period. But anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, they said they still play his music at graduate, I believe. Because that's a legendary song. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. I think about it every night and day. Okay. Damn late getting in popping, sir. Yeah, so we had we had to talk about the R. Kelly case. We had to talk about it. So we want to thank y'all so very much for tuning in because I had to bring that up because they were talking about the updates of Mr. Kelly. Y'all say, you know, we had a call that called in last night. They was like, Oh my God, Mr. Kelly is innocent. They 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 kept they pushed that narrative and then they say, Listen, I let my child stay with R. Kelly. I said, Oh Lord. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, let's go to the phone lines. 9563. Hey, Wiley. I'm glad I finally actually caught a late night show. So I just wanted to give my opinion about just in general um, separating the artist from the music. It's yeah. kind of hard to do that because like you were saying, when well, there's a lot of musicians that we listen to that we don't necessarily agree with how they lead their life. We can say the same thing about what we watch on television or what we, you know, listen to. It's just so hard these days because if you think about it, if you were to really sit down and analyze a celebrity's life, you're not going to agree with everything that they do. So does that mean stop listening to their music in a way? I would, I see why people do that because you don't want to fund that person's lifestyle to continue to do things that you don't like, but it's just so, like, tricky and hard. Like, me personally, I don't listen to R. Kelly because, one, you know, his music is, is cool, but it's just not something I put on my playlist. But, two, it's just, it's just hard. It's it's, it's if we're going to stop listening to R. Kelly, hell, we need to stop listening to everybody because they all do something that we don't agree with. It's just a tricky line. But I, I understand where you come from. Like, I don't personally judge people that listen to R. Kelly's music. But, 
Yeah, it's hard. Because Hell, if you listen to Chris Brown, he was a he, he abused women. Okay, you know, knock Rihanna yeah. right in her face, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I still play his record, you know, and I don't support mm-hmm. it. You know, I don't support abuse, but it's just like, damn. So if I'm gonna, if my thing is, if I'm really gonna make a decision to stop listening to somebody's music, then I need to hold myself accountable and apply it in all parts of my life, you know. And I'm just being honest, like, if we are going to decide to stop listening to people's music, that's completely fine. But if you're going to do that, then you need to apply that in all parts of your life, hell. But I don't think we should judge people partially on it. And we, we, you know, we have to have that conversation. It's a lot of music that we listen to. And these people live raggedy lives, you know. And this, I'm a fan of the music because the person said, "Are you a fan of the person personally?" No, I'm no. a fan of their music. Uh, I'm, are I'm you a shocked fan of the that music. these allegations that is saying with a 17 year old boy are, is, is, is is that shocking to hear? You know what? While I'm being honest with you, I detach myself from stuff like that. So okay. is it shocking? I guess it is. I, I don't follow things like that because it kind of puts me in a negative headspace. So, you know, if he's innocent, he's innocent. If he's guilty, he's guilty. Hell, I got other stuff in my life that I need to figure out besides following the case. Because when you get wrapped up in stuff like that, for me personally, I, it's kind of just damn depressing, you know? And if R. Kelly is guilty, then shit, he needs to stay in jail. And if the publicist that was on the phone, she said he's innocent. I'm just like, well, if he's innocent, he's innocent. If he's guilty, he's guilty. I really don't consume myself with stuff like that. Now, would I put it past him? Hell no. So there's people that women have dated that have been with men. They just don't want to admit it. So do I think R. Kelly may have, you know, been with a 17-year-old? I wouldn't put it past him because you can't put nothing past anybody. But shit, God bless him. Well, All right. And, and, and the thing anyway. is, we we having these conversations, and people are saying, "Well, he's innocent," and that's fine and dandy. But there's some new added charges on here uh, when it comes exactly. to exactly, so, you, you know, similar so we, to the Kalen Walker thing. Definitely. A lot of people are like, "Well, well, let's not tell him he's guilty. Let's give him his just due." Well, with that same logic, should we say the same thing with R. Kelly? You know. So it's just like, which one is it? People are allowed to have their opinions on whether someone's guilty or not. Me personally, like I said, I try not to get self-involved in those things because it's depressing, and I don't want to, like, you know, say somebody's guilty and they're not or think somebody's innocent and they're guilty. It's just very tricky. That's why I commend you for just wanting coming on your platform and openly speaking about it because you receive a lot of criticism about your opinions, but that's why me personally, I'm not in that um, type of field where I'll give my opinions based off of people in court because it, it's very tricky because we're not there. We weren't there. We can only go based off of what is presented to us to make an opinion. Now, do I think people should be criticized on their opinions? Not really because if the person's guilty or innocent, people have the right to have their opinion about it. But um, like I said, if with music, if people are going to say, you know what, I'm not listening to R. Kelly's music, just make sure you, you apply that same logic in your entire lifestyle with just not one person. Well, There's a lot of celebrities doing bad. Thank you so very much for calling in. You're welcome. You have a good okay. night. Oh, good night. Okay.
All right. So uh, 9867, caller, you're on the air. Hey, Wally, this is the voice of New York. And all I got is, I mean, I have a lot to say, but I'm going to keep it brief. But where are the victims, right? Remember yesterday, where are the victims? Yeah, I let my daughter stay at R. Kelly's house. He didn't do nothing wrong. See, this is why you can't cake from people. You can't cake for anyone. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Anyway, I'm not even going to talk about the R. Kelly case because we all know the R. Kelly is a hot mess. I am going to call, I called in and talk a little bit about the little Nas is on the same level as Jay-Z. I definitely disagree, but I do think little Nas made people of the LGBTQAI community be comfortable of coming out in a certain way, which I think make everyone uncomfortable because most of the time they're like behind the scenes. Um, and he's like very blatant. Now, within that segment, you, you touched upon the um, Chicago and the condoms of the fifth graders, and I do think it's kind of weird to do that. I understand why they're doing it. I do think kids need to learn about sexual health education because, as you can tell, there's a lot of adults who don't know about STIs or protection, and, and they're grown adults. But at the same token, a five, a ten-year-old can't fit a, a condom. Like, I, I like, I mean, I don't think they fully develop. So it's kind of like just giving them the condoms will kind of influence them to be curious to partake in the act. Although I do think they should be aware. I do think they need to talk about, you know, when someone is uh, displaying certain uh, type of um, love towards you that's not that makes you uncomfortable, like molestation or improper touch and things of that nature. But I do think they should talk about sex, but the condom stuff, at least show them how to put it on. But it's kind of like where, like, fifth graders be getting in like that. I mean, when I was a fifth grader, Absolutely. I was jumping over that. Absolutely. I, I, but, yeah, but it's kind of like, it's, it, I mean, it's kind of like, like I, 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 guess, I guess this is very different. I know more kids is, like, developing very quickly. But just to see a 10-year-old, like, they don't know anything about that, you know. So it's kind of like. I mean, even if you get them condoms, it's kind of as a parent, um, you know, because some parents are very taboo with sex, so the school does have to do that. But I do think if they're going to talk about condoms, then they should talk about female condoms, you know, dental jams and the whole nine. But I do think proper education on sex and improper touch should be discussed. Um, but I guess the condom needs to happen, needs to happen. The other thing I'm going to talk about is the Britney Spears case, when you say IJD and it's IUD. But I do think that Britney Spears... Um, I, I need you to call it music. Like, I feel like this is a perfect time for her to do a versus with Christina Aguilera. And at the same token, because I love that era, right? You know, like, I'm waiting on the NSYNC versus Backstreet Boys, the Britney Spears, Spears versus Christina Aguilera, because no one understands how much Britney contributed during that time. I remember Britney did a lot of stuff. She was like a good girl, right? And then she transitioned to a little bit of feisty, um, especially when she kissed Madonna, on, um, I think it was a VMA a couple of years ago. Remember that big controversy? She, like, tongue vagina, um, vagina, tongue vagina down, and that was a big hoopla. So I really <laughs> am, um, <laughs> I'm really, so this always been happening, but I really am, like, curious for her to come up with updated music and her to seek her independency, which I think we all want from Britney. Like, I love Britney Spears. Last, lastly, and, and I'm just going to be brief on this, and then I'm going to get off the phone, you mentioned about politics, and, you know, I love when you talk politics and the voting's rights, and I do believe if Biden – first of all, Biden don't have any backbone, okay? Like, the filibuster should be eliminated because McConnell 
abused the filibuster. And I don't know if people in the comments know what filibuster is and why we need it to be eliminated because now we have the House, we have the Senate, and the VP is a, is a, is a tie in case we need to break it. But this is our time to shine and get back at every abuse the Republicans did to us. And the thing that's holding us up is the voting rights, right? We're being suppressed in Georgia and all those other backward states. No offense to those people who are in those backward states, but let's be honest, the Republican states are kind of still in the 1863 stages, right? So if if, if Biden doesn't do that, honestly, we're not going to win the next election because I feel like we are too passive that we always want to negotiate, and we can't negotiate with goons. You got to be a goon to fight a goon, and hence that's the main reason why I love the backbone of Republicans. I, they fight any. Mm-hmm, go ahead. And I, 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 I think that you know, in school they need to teach. What do they call that? Because I remember one time in eighth grade we had to learn and memorize the not memorize the Constitution, but we had to take a constitutional test. We need to bring that to the forefront because the average person do not know about the filibuster. They don't know the meaning of that. But to simplify it, a filibuster just to simplify it is that. They can block it. They can stand up for a long time to pretty much derail <clears throat> progress, right? And it's not a constitutional thing. It's just a traditional thing that was used to stop civil rights bills, stop lynching bills, to be coming up for a vote, pretty much derail it. So, um, yeah, I, I just think that we need to do more with our education when it comes to politics, honestly. Just in our schools, we need to talk about it. On In a dining room, we need to talk about it. And we need more celebrities. Since we follow so much celebrity gossip, we need celebrities to start bringing it up, talking about it in music, you know, in my humble opinion. I agree. I agree. I mean, I started learning about law. I actually took pre-law when I was in junior high school, which was like in maybe, oh, I believe in 04, 05, we took a pre-law class. And we had to learn a lot of the law. Um, and, 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 and even then, even in high school, you know, you take AP classes to know about U.S. history or anything of that nature. So I always keep abreast because politics rule, rule everything that we do, right? And there's a lot of loopholes within the field, hence why we can't get anything done the way we need to, like our health care, our education. There's so many things that's tied into what – and it's the two parties that's battling. And, of course, you know, the rich is going to always look out for the rich. And then you have the in the middle moderate Democrats who are scared to like be straight liberal and fight for what needs to be in because we try to negotiate all the time. But there are so many other things that's being held up if we don't eliminate the, the filibuster, right? The climate change is a big thing, the voting rights suppression is a big thing, and voting and rights are only gonna affect the black. President Joe Biden needs to get out of that old mentality, oh, I need to work with Republicans because Let's be clear, for the last 10 years, Republicans are not willing to work with Democrats. And I personally believe Joe Biden needs to do a tour with poor white folks and let them know, you reason why you got raggedy teeth, you need the health care bill. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of white mm-hmm. folks have been lied to, poor white people have been lied to by conservatives that is anti-American with the, with the voting rights bill, with the health care bill. Because when that stuff passed, they're one of the first ones to benefit from those bills. And we I should agree, but eliminate. It should not be that minority have the power over the majority. The majority, if we have a bill and 54 people vote yes, 
it should be, be able to pass. We shouldn't have to wait to get 60 votes to get things passed because Republicans have already said we're not working with Democrats. We're going to say no, no, no. So Democrats are going to say let's cancel out the filibuster, let the majority win. If we bring up four votes, if we bring this up four votes, let the majority win. That's how it should be, period. I agree. I feel like we can do it while we have the, the position to do it. I feel we like we need to abuse it. In the and the you know, Senate, and then we have the presidency. So this is the perfect way, and we, it's the perfect way for us to get everything passed, just like when Trump was about to leave, right? Because you mentioned Trump was going to win, if you, like you mentioned before, if COVID didn't happen, right, as well as the George Floyd. That really catapult everything, and then Democrats was like, okay, we have it. Then they were very strategic to have Joe Biden, because I prefer Bernie over Joe Biden, because Joe Biden is still like a moderate, he's more like a conservative Democrat, and he's, he's too passive. I, I also his age play a part, and I know people don't like me to bring up age, but he's so outdated. And this is why I tell people, as well as Bernie Sanders, whomever, you got to build up an infrastructure now if you want to run in 2024. Let's be clear. Don't wait to knock on doors and to go in neighborhoods into 2024. You need to do it now. Build up an infrastructure now. You understand what I'm saying? Because if you look at what happened in Georgia, it took them 10 years to build that infrastructure to get people on to vote. And now now Republicans saying, okay, let's create these rules to get these people off the voting rolls to discourage them to vote because if they start voting their numbers, we will be in a minority, and that's a fact. Precisely. But, you know, with Georgia, they were able to strong-arm Georgia because, one, people were out of jobs. People were sick of Trump, right? People were sick of Trump. That's the main reason why. And then we had the pastors that was running as well as the um, the Jewish guy that was running that revealed the two other candidates they were running against. So Georgia was really on it because at that point, Trump was known to be the bad guy. So many people, you know, lost their um lost their loved ones. So many people lost jobs. It was a running amok, okay? So Democrats used that to their advantage. And then on top of it, his own Republican Party left him hanging to dry. Like, Mitch was like, you're on your own, folks. So, again, Trump didn't have anyone to back him at that point. And then all the lies started coming, were, were start reeking their, their, their head. And then on top of it, Twitter was involved. You know, so there's a lot of things in which, um, and how passive Trump was with the George Floyd. If those things have not happened, Trump would have still be president. Trump, Trump would definitely still so be president. Have, but the thing is, when I, read, when I was reading this, I'm reading this book, I Alone Can Fix It, by two reporters, Carol and Philip. I'm learning, and, and I've been known this, Trump do not know how to, he, he still have a problem with listening to people and taking advice from the experts. That's another reason why he lost. In order to be a successful president, you have to have a successful team, and you have to be willing to listen to your team. And he was one of the ones that don't like to listen to folks. He was the ones that didn't like to read briefs that would come on his desk, daily briefing about what's going on in the world. He, he It was boring to him. So you you it's unfortunate that he could have won if he would have listened to his team, took C-19 serious, you know what I'm saying, called China out and said, let's block people from coming in from China. And if you come in, you got to quarantine for 14 days and take a C-19 test. He didn't do none of that. 
None of that. He was because so the whole, Because the whole world, but the whole world didn't believe about COVID. The whole no, world, was, and let's be honest, and, and, no, and China is a very had, communist country. If you, if you go back to When it comes to their news. Right. They they kept a lot of things um, hidden Hit from it. the public. From the WHO exactly. World Health Organization, but Trump had people over here, Dr. Fauci, people from the CDC, people from the World Health Organization. They were trying to tell Trump, "Listen, take this serious." Trump ignored them, and then when the cases started coming in, he didn't start taking it serious until it was already here, and it was too many cases to contain, and it was spreading like wildfire, and he. Still got on there saying, I'm not going to wear a mask. I can control it. It's under control. You understand what I'm saying? That played into a lot of people to this day still don't think she should wear a mask. We just lost somebody. Uh, who was that? I think he was in a hillside church, and he was a black guy, and he was speaking against the vaccine. He said, I'm doing it. And you know how he died? He just recently died because of complication of C-19. So I'm just saying. I, I, because it's uh, because of ignorance, King. right? I mean, the Harmon, very first time I heard about COVID nineteen, uh-huh. you remember Herman Cain? He was fucking the absolutely. Thing. He went to um, he went to Morehouse, right? The the yeah. one that's like the Uncle Tom, Uncle Ruckus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not surprised that? though. I'm not surprised one one bit because the first time I heard about COVID was when Lovely T talked about it. I think in of October of 2019, she made like a video that was sent to her she from did. China about people dying. People thought she was joking, right? Because, you know, she's one of those people who also talk about conspiracy things that, but I also agree with too. And that was telling, not knowing that China is something, a, a country that hides media. They're known for that, right? And you go, you could go to jail for that, um, for going against right. the Chinese they, they government. Sent her, they sent her DMs and she was able Precisely. to read that. And most of her reporting were taken to mainstream. But she didn't get the credit. But let's credit it. No, she, she did not. Was, she was one of the first YouTubers because I started to listen to it, right? And I said, oh, we need to take this serious. But then you go to mm-hmm. the president, he will do an interview, mm-hmm. and he will say, well, not that serious. It's just one case. He was downplaying it, but but Lovely T, she was actually giving you it from firsthand experience from folks that are dealing with this, battling with this. And everything like that. So uh, I, I do remember that. So we definitely should give her credit for that. Uh, most definitely. And then, and then, of course, in January of 2020, that's when Chinese New Year happened, right? And a lot of them flocked to New York because New York is like a big pub um, or a big hub as it relates to Chinese New Year's and things of that nature. And that was the wrong thing that happened. And, of course, you know, everything failed a little bit except for the market. People got rich over people's woes. People who were losing their jobs. I can tell you now, a lot of people invested and, and, and got money off of everyone. Whoa, that's what happened. So, um, and, and, and honestly, Trump never had experience to be president. Let's be honest. He didn't have no political experience at all, and even his own party didn't believe him at, at one point, right? We thought he was like, he's out of his mind. He ain't going to run for president. Even the Simpsons was like, okay, he's probably gonna, going to run. And we took him as a joke. Right, and that's the problem when you when when you when you don't realize your opponent, you you really right. don't think the underdog can make it. But okay. he's someone who who can definitely brainwash people. But yeah, right. I know you, you probably have a lot a lot of other callers, Wally. But I just had to like get that off my chest with the filibuster, and it needs to be eliminated. You welcome. Right. Have a great night. Bye. All right, you too. Bye bye. All right, two three four one. Call you on air. 
Hey, Wally, how are you? Doing all right. How are you doing? I'm good, good. I just wanted to speak a couple of things to what y'all were talking about concerning of politics and school districts and as far as what you were stating when you were speaking about how there's nobody responsibility to raise your kids. And I want to say you're absolutely correct, but I feel like we also have to include life into the equation. At the end of the day, a lot of parents, some, well, most people are lucky to come from two-parent homes, but a lot of kids, especially my main concern, black kids are in one-parent homes, mostly with mothers, you know what I'm saying? So there's no male figure in the house. And, and, and they are driving sex at them. Now, they always drove sex at them, but now it's mainly gang towards, like, gay sex. And that's not healthy. I don't believe any type of sex should be pushed on any kids, and I believe it should be the parents that introduce sex education to their children. I believe the school should stay out of that. Our, our kids have dropped so low on the totem pole as far as education thing, just like our currency. So why I, said, why I like the Trump as a president, because not only is he he's a hustler, he's um. You need good business. We know, we need to know how to get out of debt with these other countries, and we need to know how to capitalize on our strength, and we need to also know when to go in other countries and when not because I feel like we spread too thin. Our dollar is um, put too much, so I value the currency. Like America only could brag about being our currency being traded against, like, third-world countries. But as far as, like, when you go to France or any other country that's not struggling – our money is nothing. You actually gonna need extra money to go visit these places. So I think people need to think about that before they get so concerned with the um, LGBT community and their rights. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, LGBT community is just as racist. You know what I'm saying? They're just as misogyny. Is everything going on? So I just want everybody to keep that in mind. Focus on your children. Focus on being a generational wealth. Everybody got their own struggles. If you're black and gay, just know you got to be black first because you're dealing with the same thing we're dealing with. That's what I want to say. Bye-bye. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> Fix that smoke detector. Baby, that thing. Beep, beep. Fix that. People put barriers in your smoke detectors. Turn to your neighbor said, do you got a barrier in your smoke detector? Do your smoke detector beep? If your smoke detector is beeping right now, put a barrier in that smoke. Put a barrier in that smoke detector. Put a barrier in that smoke detector. Yay. Good God about it. If it's beeping right now, get up out your bed. Get up, get up, get up. Get a barrier and put in that smoke detector. Search it up. Do you have a barrier in your smoke detector? Okay, because we don't want to hear that beeping on a beep. Like, come on, put a barrier in that smoke detector. <laughs> oh, my God. Put a barrier in that smoke detector. Yeah, when Trina went live, oh, I dragged her when she had that barrier in that smoke detector. I really did. Okay? I really did. I want to say thank you to the producers that have donated to $6 to our cash out, $6 to celebrate our 6 million uh, views. Thank you to the uh, producers that have done that. Y'all are so wonderful. That's why I get up out of my bed and I go live, okay? I said, let me get up out of my bed and go live for the producers. Come on, somebody. I said, let me get up out of that bed and click on that like oh, that live button and have a conversation with y'all. Ain't y'all glad that I'm live? Ain't y'all ain't, ain't y'all glad that I'm live? 
I said I had to get up on here and speak to the producers and talk to you. Okay? I think the R. Kelly publicist is asleep. She probably going to call in the next time. Okay? Then we got the mother uh, of the 17-year-old boy that's been uh, that's in um, juvenile because he was uh, charged with uh, forcible rape. Uh, she's going to come back on, I think, tomorrow because she got some things to say. And she has shown me a, she was going she was on Instagram and clearly the, the sheriff was out there again because it was another case of assault in her neighborhood. So I don't know if it's a serious going around, uh, but she definitely um, says she, she want to come back live um, tomorrow with us. So y'all be on the lookout for that. I'm so excited that you all definitely uh, was doing that. So I'm like, what in the world is going on? Okay. Let me let you know. I was like, here we go. Uh, Thanks to the last call. Yeah. But I know people are sleeping, but it's the weekend because I know some of y'all are up over the weekend. I had to call y'all and check up on and bring y'all on the show. And I took me a nap, so I'm up. Hey, I just want to make sure. I had to, so I just want to make. Oh, okay, okay. I just want to because I had just woke. All right, <laughs> just to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Thank. You. All right. So I just want to make sure. All right, you have a good one. What? What? You you text me? Oh yeah, I was. <laughs> oh wow, I'm so sorry. Cause like when you had hit me up, I had just oh yeah, okay, yeah. And I saw that you sent the request. I said, oh, let me do this. Okay, all right. Thank you. All right, bye bye. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. All right, bye bye. Okay, so I had to uh, reach out to somebody. All right, um, can you can't can't be pro black and pro LGBT. Call and give what you can. I'm pro black and pro LGBT. You know, I'm pro. You know, maybe you could break that down to me because I'm pro both. You know what I'm saying? I know for me, I don't wear I don't wear like over zealous with it. You know how sometimes you can just overdo it. I don't wear, like, if if you know that I'm that way, I'm that way. Even on my channel, there's other channels out there, but I typically do not get on here and talk about my experience real lot. Um, but I do believe in a family unit. I'm, I'm kind of like a conservative when it comes to mother and father uh, in the household. And the government did play a part in mother and father being broken up. Because if you go back to when... Uh, when they had, when the government were giving you know cities uh, money from the housing um, department from HUB to create these projects and buildings for low income black folks and for whomever and and one of the rules was that you cannot uh, you cannot have a man in the house and if you have a man in the house you don't qualify for this low rent okay you have to pay the full rent so they kind of discourage women. Uh, from having men in the house. And so that created a big problem 
in the community. So I'm I'm a fan of a mom and dad in the household. And if you don't have a mom and dad, I'm a fan of um, a village raising a child. I'm a, I'm a fan of that. So uh, I, I'm, I'm a big component of that, that mother and father should be there. And if they're not mother and father should be there, I'm a fan of having too strong, you know, a unit and a partnership to help raise that child. You know me, I try to do my job in helping my sister, you know, raise her children and assist her and doing so. And, I, and I'm so happy for my sister. She have a job, she's working, and I try to give her advice and try to be there for her because even though those are not my children, those are my nieces. And so for that, I try to be there for my nieces as well. And so I'm thinking I'm going to go back to Chicago soon to see them. Take me a good old Greyhound trip and go and see my nieces and nephews because I, I miss Chicago. Just being bored, you brother, brother, I said uh, it does. It's black people that's a part of the LGBT community. But you can call in and you can give me a, a thing. Uh, so they could do that. Oh, okay. Now, uh, I'm sorry. I could have gave y'all an update on that. Thank you for that. The boy that got the haircut, uh, his, uh, he, he, some of his family members got arrested. They went to jail. Yeah, they got arrested. Yep. So that's an update on that. And he's like in a, and Child Protective Services got custody of him. Okay. Uh, is Chicago more legend Dallas? Yes, Chicago is more legend Dallas. It is. I, I do want to move back in Chicago because I saw some apartments. In, in the north side, and um, I was thinking about moving back to Chicago, so I don't know. I think once my lease is up, the sky's the limit. So definitely, 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 definitely. All right, we don't have no more phone calls, so we're going to bring the show to a close, okay? That's what I said, people. We're going to start going live earlier, but we want to make sure that y'all call in. It's like some of y'all say, oh, I missed a three-hour, four-hour, five-hour show, uh, and all that good stuff. So I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I know you do. But, uh, yeah, I tried to look him up recently and no public updates. I wonder how I, – I don't have – you know what? I'm going to reach out to some folks, and uh, we can get an update on Tyler. I hope he's doing great, and I'm definitely going to keep you all updated on that. But I do know someone that know him, so we definitely gonna, I'm definitely going to keep you all updated on that. I do know somebody that actually know him, um, not know him personally, you know, but – you know, a uh, person that's running for city council. I'm going to check with him and see if we got an update on Tyler. So I can do that. And I hopefully I have an answer by today. Um, 9867, call you on the air. Yes, I like to call in again. I said, Chris Legend call in? Because I, I just, you know, stepped away from my computer. I'm reading his comments on. He's not, oh, no, no, no. He, he, can't no, no, no. he just gave his comments. He just, he just commented. Oh, he, he didn't. Oh, he didn't call in? Okay. Because no. I know you mentioned. I think you mentioned about like how with the housing and for black women and the father unit and stuff like that during the war drugs time, which commonly happens a lot. And I think that helped with the negative stereotype of the welfare queen. Like we all know about the different type of stereotypes that were created in regards of black women, right? Like we have the Mammy, we have the Jezebel, we, you know, as far as like with Sarah Bartman, if no one don't know who she is, she's like a black woman out parading around in, 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 in France. 
um, for circus because she had like a, a large gluteus maximus or basically a large um, bottom, and then the welfare queen, um, and they had like that negative image. But it is sad to see how the, they trying to break up the family structure, whatever you think that family structure looks like, to prevent, and, and we're not even included during that time, the mass incarceration of black men, the crack epidemic, and the war or drugs, right? So even to this time, it's hard for us to, um, I, 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 and even though that's the case, I still, I still, this is just my personal preference, I still see people wouldn't want to go into single um, family household, if that makes sense, right? Like there are certain groups where, you know, you shouldn't give a guy a time of day and yet they get impregnated, and then when the guy is a bum, me, they complain oh, he's a bum. Let me see who this in. Let me see. 9731. Who was 9731? Hello? 9731? Last four? Eric Cole 561, you live on air? Yo, this money bad, yo. You, you said, who is this? Is this a troll? Wait, you... You on YouTube? This is YouTube. Who is this? <laughs> oh, child, that's a troll. Go ahead. I'm sorry, sis. <laughs> no problem. I thought that was Chris Legend calling to give his point because I think what he's trying what he's trying to get at is assuming what Dr. Uma Johnson is always talking about, right? Like you're black first, and the black family structure is very important. That I do agree. It's for people in the gay community that are gay, that are raising black boys and girls to become a productive citizens. I think that, that get lost in the sauce because just so many people that is up for adoption that is black. You know what I mean? So should, should they not be in a home with two men or two women that can provide for them? They got good credit. that make them good income. They live in a good environment. Should they not be in those houses? And I, and I argue, no, they should be allowed to adopt children and be there as well. I'm a big component of a family unit, right? I'm always about that. I don't think that we should be anti-gay to promote black family unity. You can be both. You can be pro-gay and pro black family unit. But I think this is where people will start to talk about nature versus nurture. I don't pay him no man because he don't he owe child support allegedly. He's not even with a black woman. He's not even married. He got caught smashing strippers. So I mean I agree. I, I yes he he does. But I think I think people are saying okay if you have two um gay couple raising a child was their lifestyle and you know fall upon the child to also? I, I, I mean, that, but that's not the argument that, between I, nature I, and nurture, right? That was raised. I had someone in my neighborhood that was raised by two, and he said he's straight. He he he's straight, but he had two guys that you know two men that raised them. So I don't think that I will automatically do it. Because if that was the case, why haven't a lot of people are born to couples that are heterosexual? So why don't that lifestyle just take over these people? You understand what I'm you understand what I'm saying, but when it comes to gay, it automatically oh I don't want the child to end up gay, but why is not more heterosexual people when men and women conceive a child? So I just think it's that person's decision or whatever decision is going to make. I don't think because what it is, people think that they're going to be humping each other in front of the children. That's and I don't think that will be the case. I do believe it's some beautiful same gender loving parents that love their children, and I and and that's a unit within itself. 
I agree, but you know they're gonna. Of course, people who are religious is gonna think otherwise, and they believe a mother father unit is something that can raise a child, um, compared to a, a two gay couple um, who are raising children and stuff. I just think I just wish we can do better and not having so many single mothers. And I do believe the reason why we have a higher amount of single mothers is because we have too much high amount of absentee fathers. And I think when you don't have a father in the household or a father figure in your life, depending on, if, you know, it's kind of hard to raise a son in this world compared to girls. I, I do not have any children. But just seeing, depending on the community that you're from, from New York, and just seeing the black boys who are in gangs and who get into that lifestyle because they're looking to fit in, and then, you know, you see the war in Chicago and what's going on in Chicago. It's very sad that a, a man don't want to take care of something that he helped produce, you know. And then because of all that, we always blame the mother of why they're a single mother, right. And so this is why I think before anyone copulate or be with someone, just to make sure you, whoever you sleep with, just make sure in case, you you know, y'all have children, you're okay who, who the father child is, right? Sometimes the, the, toxi- the toxicity of a relationship, they, it should not occur. There's some things I hear, I'm like, but why did you even give him a chance? He was a bum bum beforehand. He's going to be a bum bum after. Now, this doesn't include those who, um, you know, when the men change up later on and things of that nature, but I do think it needs to be like, I, I wish we could move forward and have better households because I don't like that negative image in the black community, right? Like, I, I hate it, honestly. And also, um, when it comes to housing and stuff, it's still a big issue to this day, right? Housing is still a big issue. Um, and hopefully we can fight the housing discrimination that's happening, the redlining that's happening. So um, and anytime you hear about Section 8 and stuff, there's a couple of Section 8 wait lists that's coming up. Make sure you apply, you know, tell your friend. And really trying to look for better ways to try to, you know, increase our wealth, even when it comes to housing and ownership. Um, hopefully, Chris Legend call in because he just keeps texting, okay. but he's not calling in. Um, no. But thank you so much. Well, I just had to call in for that because I, I heard you call, you spoke about it, and I'm uh-huh. like, that's like the welfare queen um, type of trope, which goes alongside the bonnet nonsense, right? Because they think that those who were born outside are like the hood image mm-hmm. that you see, whatever. You know, like uh-huh. they, they associate that image together. So, thank yeah. You. Thank but you so thank much. Thank you so much, Wally. All right, now. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. 8012. 8012. Hi, Hi Wally. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I just have to come back on uh, The Voice of New York or, or whatever her name is. You know, we have to stop putting out these negative stereotypes that are just mainly promoted by the other side, meaning the white race. There are more white people on uh, welfare than there are blacks. There are more people, white people in Section 8 than there are blacks. And as far as single mothers, there's just as many white girls, women, whatever households that do not have fathers in them as well. And I stopped toe-tagging us with all this negative negativeness when it's the same, just like black-on-black crime. I have a lot of Caucasian friends, and they want to bring that, that shit up to me, excuse me, but white-on-white crime, like it doesn't happen, like white people don't kill white people. It's just the fact that we, it's being uh, identified in the media much more prolifically than it is what it is for the Caucasian race because if you live in that community, there's crime all day. 
There's crime all day. I live in a Caucasian community, and there's crime all day. It might not be the same type of crime, but there is crime. There is single mothers. There is welfare. There is all the things that they're talking about, black, seem to have the monopoly on, white people, Asian people, Hispanic people are doing it too. You guys stop falling for the okie doke because it is not all that stuff. It's true to a point, but don't say it like we're the only one who are prolific and who are the poster child wearing these toe tags for these um, particular issues. And can I, can I say something about R. Kelly? Talk about it. R. Kelly is guilty as hell. <laughs> no, I wasn't there. No, I wasn't there. But, you know, my grandmom told me where there's smoke, there's fire. Floyd has had all kind of rumors going on for decades, and we just need to stop. We can support our black men, but right is right and wrong is wrong. We can support black men, but when they do wrong, don't support wrong. That's not right. It simply is not right. And I appreciate your show. I will try to be a more um, steady viewer of your channel and subscribe. You turned out to be much more than I thought. Um, I'm not going to tell you how I got to your channel, but now that I'm here, I'm a diehard. So I'm going to try to bring some of my other friends and followers over to you because I love your insight. I love your intellect. Thank you. Yeah, I'm with you. Only on your channel, though. I'll be hanging out <laughs> with you. I love you. Take care, okay. and I'll talk to you later. Thank you so very much for calling in. Wow, you just never, you just never know who's going to call into the show. We want to say thank you for all the supporters that are here, and we reached 6 million views, and we want to say thank you so very much for y'all's support. I, I just want to say thank you. Wow, and I think the R. Kelly topic is definitely going to be something that we're going to be keep us, uh, you know, talking about. Okay, let me read a couple more of these comments. R. Kelly, R. Kelly is guilty. All right. There we go. Thank you all so very much. All right. I bring this to a close. (laughs) This was, like, so wonderful. Like, people have just called in and showing they love and that was definitely great so uh so yeah so thank you all so very much if you are a new subscriber where's the new subscribers at if we have any new producers make sure y'all hit that subscribe button we got any new subscribers in here what thank you all so very much (laughs) wow we had a good conversation today so make sure y'all check out the replay uh, thank you all so very much. Uh, they said drop the link for me and Chris. What? Drop the link for you and Chris. What's going on? <laughs> so somebody said drop the link for you and Chris. Okay. Let me get on camera for this. Let me end the phone lines. <laughs> 